Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Exploring the remade world in a new beginning starts now. Ian Kyleson's story intertwined with the deadly dangers involved with humans returning to the surface. It's the year 4062. You're listening to the Kyleson Chronicles. An audio drama with a twist. This is a Privy Projects production. In our last episode, Ian meets the once humans and the freehold doors were opened for the first time in 2031 years. With Ian reporting of their adventures with some of Kessa Forrester's clan, will the freehold find the report good? Elder Johnson and Rachel find unrest in their own house. Listen to find out how everyone fares with their separate situations. And here's our episode. Mom, Elder Johnson is here again. Let him in. Tad is concerned that we aren't keeping up. His generation was patriarchal to the extreme. His coupling led him to believe that he could no longer trust females. I heard that, and it isn't true. Well, not exactly true. I would like to have longer with my children. The women I choose over the years were free spirits. Cassie, you don't really need to hear this. I think you could have done much worse. I've met your sons. They're smart and really active in the geology wing. Is that what you did before you were elected, Elder? No, I was just a journalist. I published the Freehold Times and Digger magazine on her net. My daughter Sandra does them now. What brings you by this morning? I've read the transcripts of Ian's radio report of the first day and evening outside the Freehold. He's alive, well, and interacting with some of the once-humans called foresters. Already? I thought they were further away from the freehold than a day walk. Did he say what they're like? Take the disc and find out. Cassie gently and with great exaggerated care took the disc and scampered off toward the records room. The boxes indicate that there is a lot of unrest down in the college levels. We recorded them dutifully. What's your take? There are those who don't want to leave the freehold. They understand that we don't have the minerals and other compounds necessary to make more solar panel. It seems like they believe we could just go harvest them like we pick tomatoes. The council hasn't been able to debunk the notion. It is also thought that taking what we want should be a right. You'd think, to hear them tell it, that the excesses of the past never happened. Resources belong to the people to use as they see fit as a mantra. We know from the histories that isn't the case. The distances 
to the materials we'd need are more than they realize. It isn't even funny now that the take it element of our society is now mostly voting age. Publishing Ian's report might stem the tide. It might not help. I don't want to become a dictator dispensing what would rather be an elected official doing what's needed. Is it really that divisive? It could be. Our polling shows we are society split over leaving the freehold. Kirkson is working with the other elders to educate rather than force our people to do what is necessary. I hope that effort has time to work. He's dynamic enough to pull it off. Have you talked to Steve? Not as often as he'd like. He's an accident waiting to happen in my opinion and way too sure of himself. Tall Bear, Two Feathers' brother, might be the one to bring in and sway them. The Navajo, Pueblo, and Hopi weathered the glacial period outside the freeholds. I found it enlightening that they are based in Chaco Canyon today. It was desert when we hid in our hole. The images Two Feathers shows on his tablets are lush and beautiful. He says that will change as the climate warms and the glaciers retreat. It won't happen in our lifetimes. Is there any more news from the colonies on the moon or Mars? Yes. It seems that some form of government survived in India, China, and Vietnam. The bad news is that they are racial purists. They call we who went to the freeholds dwarves. We seem to them to have changed as greatly as the once humans. I'd fear war, but too much territory exists between what's left of humanity. I'll get the transcripts for you. They weren't in the red boxes? No. It should have been. Cassie will tell you all about Ian's adventures. I saw her eyes. It's likely I'll have to read it for myself. She's too random in her storytelling. I know she records accurately, but to tell it, she takes far too many twists and turns. I can see myself out. I've got to get back to the council. Important vote today about hydroponics and nitrogen needs. With that, he left. Don Wilson was due in the afternoon. He's supposed to be upgrading the fiber optics to the new plasma transpower transmission medium. He's bringing the plumbers to run the lines. You'd think with us moving out, we wouldn't be upgrading the systems. The door knocker clanged loudly, promptly at 1400 hours. Rachel pulled her apron off from where she was mixing indelible ink in four colors and headed for the door. Don, you're right on time. The plumber was right on Donaldson's heels and followed him through the open door which Rachel closed with a resounding thud. Well, we came here last. The project has been eight years in completing. My shadow is journeyman plumber James O'Brien. He's the best of the plumbers and it's only the best for the scribe. Ian isn't here. I know that well, young woman. Rachel, she sounds just like you used to. What plans have you, Rachel, when we've all moved out and this place is full of dust? I'll be sure and let you know. I don't think Carrie Sue would like me much for poaching. It just isn't done. Plus, I've got her right and top my fingers to the nubs. How would I even cook? You'd have to do it all, old man. She's got you there, boss. You heard him, Don. He doesn't want to slum it any longer than he has already. Better get at it. All right, I know when I'm beat. What did you ever see in him, Mom? 
He has assets which are hidden. Unless you know where to look. Mom! I didn't say anything off color. It's true. His family has a working steel, and I call that an asset. That's illegal. Not if the constabulary can't find it. We're going to take a short sponsor break. We'll be right back. We at Privy Project Productions have a new podcast out called The Kyleson Chronicles. We have launched the podcast on every possible major platform out on the internet. In the background is music being played and written by Sven Neukrantz, who's agreed to allow us to use it on The Kyleson Chronicles. Thank you, Sven. Our podcast is a sci-fi-based work that takes place in the future about global warming and climate change. Not everyone believes in this phenomenon, but that's okay though. Not everyone believes as we do. It is science fact-based. We have over 15 voice actors helping us free of charge to get this message out. The staff at the Carlson Chronicles will be forever in their debt. Also, thank you to all of our platforms for carrying our broadcast. Without both of these elements, we wouldn't be a success. So if you'd like to go and listen to what it's all about, just search for the Carlson Chronicles. Please, if you do go out and listen or watch our podcast, don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and send us a note on the platform you listen to. We like it when people say hi. We also answer back. The sunrise is beautiful. It's the first one I've got to see outside of the prequels. His little group broke their fast and then broke camp. Meet my children, Kido, Rory, this is Ian. They and five of our best soldiers will go with you, so your trick's safe. Thank you. Do you think there'll be any danger? Well, one never knows. Our first law written 200 generations ago says guard the guardians in 303. Our book of founding shows that we were 90 strong in the beginning. There were 300 like mines in Medicine Town. It is Medicine Park on the old map. They joined with us to shield alone. We were not. The Apache from Anadarko were pledged to protect, because we are proud. The Apache have shared our camps and traded males away. Females run our clans. Together, not even the Okie mob from old Duncan City called Halliburton's dare attack our homes. Green Hats, soldiers, from Georgia left many weapons in our hands. None stand and fight the throwers of flame. Blackwater, known as oil to you, is now on the surface at Old Wellheads, north of Latonka Lake. Processing of the Blackwater is known to Apache and to us. Flame throws far. Our people in Apache are now one. That is why we speak old worlds. Schools now flourish in Anadarko, Apache speaking English as we do, and we speak Apache too. I hope to check there one day soon. First, I've got to get a home started for us at Jed Johnson Lake. Is your home in Medicine Town? No, our home, Wichita Refuge, as will be yours. My house lives on Lake Juana Parker. Funny history on Marker says he was famous Comanche. Now Comanche, no good. We will guard our good fortune. Your people will be as safe as we can keep them while accompanying us. No more could we ask of you. Casta turned that, and her complement rose and began to form up around her. They walked together in silence from the campsite. Kita and Roy stayed with Ian. Five soldiers, three males and two females, 
separated from Kessa's troop to stand at the far side of the crossroads. Kida, what are the names of the soldiers who trek with us? There's Anita, Rania, Carrie, Connie, and Callie. They are family. Are they your brothers and sisters? Not exactly. You'll see the difference when you're closer. It's no shame. One in five forester children are born hermaphrodite. Most become soldiers. You and Kida speak better than your mother. She never got to go to school. We went because she sent us. She leads because she is the leader's daughter. Leaders are elected with our people. She was elected before she was 15. I am the son of the Apache called Red Wolf. Kita is the daughter of Bill Carterson, father of Jay Bilson. He's one of yours. He stayed and taught English and sign language till Kita was seven. Do you know of him? Our mother was at the Freehold to learn animal husbandry and rudimentary surgery for our livestock. I thought you said she didn't go to school. She didn't go to the Apache school or the university to recuperate and overstudy. She did go to the Freehold. Robeson got her passage because our sheep were mutating. Today's sheep are healthy because of the Freehold embryos. I don't understand the process, but it worked. Have you any buffalo still roaming here? We have 30 untainted head of buffalo. There are over 3,000 musk oxen. Not as big, but mean. What of predators? There are three species of bear and 300 pound mutated mountain lions. The Lawtones trapped and ate the last wolf pack outside our territory. We can't stand here and just talk all day long. Ian, we got to get rolling. You know, and all that jazz can wait. There is more time to talk while we talk. Okay. The map show would be a good six hour hike to Judd Johnson Lake. We go across country. Make it in four hours. A slow trek it is. Lead the way. They spent a pleasant five hour walk to Jed Johnson Lake. Roy took down three rabbits with his sling. Lars and Kelly listened as Keita told them of the various wildflowers and identified the mutated tree species. The difference was subtle from what had been there before the cataclysm. The trees seemed to have changed the least. Upon arrival, they found the cabin Kessa's father had built was attached to the refurbished tower. The tower had been built in 1941 by the WPA, a United States government agency, as a fire watchtower. It was nice that something that old was still around and usable. Wow, we aren't going to have to live rough here. There's even hot and cold running water. Kita, do you know how it's heated? The Sterling engine circulates the water over the slate and those pipes on the roof. The maintenance crew brought dry ice yesterday. The engine is activated by heat or cold. Heat causes the crank to turn one way and cold the other. Are you familiar with the Sterling engine? I know of them from the history books. The problem was always the cost of creating the heat or cold and the quantity of mechanical output from the engine. Did you overcome the issue? It seems they did. Sorry to interrupt, Kida. I'd like to know how you did overcome the limitations. Weight and materials within the engine. The plunger is hollow glass. The push rods are cane strips. Flash because it is lighter than cast metals. The torque is not so great as to require stronger materials. The innovation alone could make a lot of difference. Why are the soldiers not up here in the house with them? They are afraid they might offend you. No offense to me. 
Kelly, what say you? I think they are strange. I learned about them on the way. They're really different, that's all. They should stay in the house with us. Kita, your grandfather built big enough for a group twice our size. Don't you agree, Ian? I do. They are a guard of honor and should be here, not 300 yards away. Rory, can you tell them, or should I? They'd believe it better from you. I'm just a forester, but you're the rogues in some. Come, Kita is cooking. They are a guard of honor and should be here, not 300 yards away. We go where you go until you ask us to leave. Kessa gave us this art posting until you no longer have a need. That will be a very long time. I have much to do over the years to come. I'm happy and glad that you'll trek with me to the ends of the earth we shall go before I'm through. We're proud to be so needed. I'm not so sure you know what you're getting into. Some of the other tribes, they find us abominable. They treat us as if we don't exist. That's horrible. A friend is a friend, and you are all my friends. Come, Kita is cooking. She's afraid to let me try. I don't blame them because I don't know how to cook, much less skin a rabbit. We will teach you as we travel. Treks are easier when everyone can do all that is needed. It's only fair. KGK3, base, this is Rover, over. Rover, this is KGK3, this is base, over. KGK base, this is Rover. We are at Lake Jed Johnson. Tomorrow we begin the local scouting and survey. Over. Rover, this is KGK3 base. We copy. Over. KGK3 base, this is Rover. Pass on to Dr. Wilson the following. Research Sterling engines. One is in use at the site. It uses dry ice as a fuel source. The mechanical pump it runs provides running water and hot water to the compound maintained by the once humans. A better fuel source would be wise. They have to pack in the dry ice. Be ready when you come to start building. Over. Rover, this is KGK3 base. Cassie is here and is copied. Over. KGK3 base, this is Rover. Tell my sister hello and good night. EOD, April 25th, 4062. Out. Rover, this is KGK3 base. Roger, out. With that chore complete, Ian went to his cot. Thank you for listening to the Kylesome Chronicles, a Purview Projects production. The cast in this episode, in order of appearance, are Sven Nukrantz as our professional musician, Charlie Wildrack III as our narrator, Tom Cat as Lars Olofsson, Lisa Sedevi as Rachel Robeson, Echo Unclesby as Cassie Robeson, Bruce Jaworski as Elder Johnson, Ellie Hirschman as Don Wilson, Floyd Jones as James O'Brien, Micah Henderson as Ian Kyleson, Tracy Babian as Kessa Forrester, Carrie Forrester, and Kelly Kirkson, James Sedevi as Two Feathers, Krista Huffaker as Keita Forrester, Ryan Birch as Rory Forrester, and James Roberson as the radio operator. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. We like it when our listeners say hello. This is your announcer signing out.
If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement, with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?